All right, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, quitters never give up. Hey, I think I'm going to mold my uh, tool, if you know what I mean, this Valentine's Day for you. What? Are we doing small gifts this year? What? Day. It's my candle blowing birthday. What's up, party people? It's episode 52 of Quitters Never Give Up. We are recording. This is our birthday. This is one year since we first released an episode. We are also recording on Valentine's Day and Super Bowl weekend. So that's where the montage came from. Nice. Right, Lindsay? Super Bowl weekend? Did I have it wrong? Did you just say we're recording on Valentine's Day? Well, Valentine's Day weekend. Weekend. All right. Okay. There you go. Weekend, Valentine's Day weekend. A friend of mine works at a party store, and she says, oh, this whole weekend's going to be madness. So, yeah, it's the whole weekend. <laughs> yeah, the whole weekend's going to be bonkers. And we have uh, Lindsay, Edwin, Jen, and listener Drew all sitting in with us today. Hey, Hello. everybody. Hey, Drew, yes, good to see you. Good to yeah, see man. you guys. You guys have any Valentine's Day or Super Bowl plans this weekend? Not me. Um, well... Actually, my uh, mother has texted me last night and said, guess what? We won some t- tickets to the Super Bowl from Komen. We're just like, excuse you? So I want my dad to go to the Super Bowl. Wow. Nice. Wow. For free. Nice. Yeah. Isn't it Very crazy? Cool. Yeah. So congrats to them. They were like, we can't make our family call tomorrow. We have plans. Like, cool flex, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally something I would do, though. <laughs> so is everybody rooting for the Rams? Yeah, I have to because of Stafford. I mean, that's 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 kind of oh, how yeah. that works, I guess. But that's as close as Detroit gets to a Super Bowl, exactly. <laughs> the, the meme, the meme. Oh, it's all right. I'm I'm with you for the Super Bowl. I always uh, think of Bean and this kind of clip here. You do not throw a pass at the goal line when you have Marshawn Lynch. All right. What was he Remember? doing? Was that he throwing? He ran TV? into his TV. Yeah, yeah. head first into his television. Yeah. I'm not clear as to why. Because <laughs> they threw the ball when they had Marshawn Lynch on the on the one yard line. No, oh, I still think about that. And I'm not even a Seattle fan. That Ramit song though, that's such a bop. <laughs> yes. I remember that from the what? Kevin and Dean days. I played what? it once for my parents and my mom was like, Ram what, Lindsay? Ram what? What does that mean? Ram what? <laughs> Why don't we do stuff like that? I think the last time I even heard any like team making a song or anything like that was that black and yellow song when, you know, Pittsburgh got into the Super Bowl. Like that, that was like the last time. We need more of this. Um, weren't Kevin and Sluggo talking about it? I and think they, so. The Rama I... song. And um, they kind of went back into, I guess, uh, Kevin was saying back in the 80s, the teams would have songs. But I remember back in the 70s, um, the Houston Oilers had a theme song. 
And it was, how did it go? We're the Oilers, the Houston Oilers. We really come to play. That's all I remember. Um, so they've kind of been around a while. So I don't know, though, anything. Um, and then and I'm, back in, but Kevin and Bean had their team song as well. You guys remember that? Right. They were kind of making fun of that stuff. I think that was like 2007, yeah. maybe 2008. So, yeah. Yeah, I got to find that. I heard that just the other day. Mm-hmm. Lisa May wrapped and everything. Yes. Uh, on Janky Town, they did that too. They did um, they did the best theme song from the, the Rams. And uh, who's, who else is in the Super Bowl? I haven't followed football in like Bengals. five years. Yeah, Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals. Yeah, apparently. Well, you there's... can't forget Fly Eagles Fly either. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I haven't followed football in like four or five years. Just never did. Never did. They're not missing much. Had a really good theme song. Remember San Diego Superchargers? Very disco-y. It was a bop. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of really cool theme songs. And I think they're still there. We just don't know them. We're just too old. And while we're um, talking about theme songs, um, Hot Sauce Tim did the revamped one for Janky Town, and it's freaking awesome. I love it. (laughs) Didn't we talk about that two episodes ago? Probably. Yeah. (laughs) Still love it. We'll Flash get to their newest. It's still good. <laughs> we'll get to their newest. We'll get to their newest theme song in the in the roundup. Shall okay. we start with the uh, flashback? It needs no introduction. Sure. Um, right. I'm just gonna. Okay, so I'm just gonna say this is when they started the Cinco de la Tarde. Play. It's Kevin and Bean Cinco de la Tarde. Ralph's here with the showbiz beat for a Wednesday afternoon. What's going on? Wrong, my friend. That's right. We have more tickets to give away. He was doing his rush for a moment. Rush Limbaugh? My friends, let's talk about uh, the showbiz news, shall we? Okay. It's been news all day long. I didn't have it this morning, but I have it now. Sexiest Man Alive announced by People Magazine. Alex is just awash in a sea of her own fluids in the office. Yeah. Is it uh, Vern Troyer again this year? Yeah, she loves her some Troyer. Who is it? It's Hugh Jackman. Uh... Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on a second. All right. You can't say that. He's beautiful. The wheels just come off on the afternoon show. We need to not have access to alcohol. All right, Alex. All All right. right. Go back and drink. Go back and... Come on! Go back and stuff this story in your Alex. We can't talk like this, you heads. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Hugh Jackman is sexy. That's what you're saying. Yes. Yes, That's what People Magazine is saying. He is the sexiest man alive. I gotta admit, he's a pretty good-looking dude. He is. He's pretty, uh, pretty yeah. buff. Wasteful. Yeah. Six foot two. Yeah. All chest and biceps. Forty years old. It's pretty good for a forty-year-old. Yeah. Uh, number two on the list. I don't know who votes for this or how they get a list of ranking, but apparently number two on the list was Daniel Craig, James Bond. I think it's people with movies coming out who are sexy. That's really. Yeah, but how, seems does, to how be. does one come in at number one and one come in at number two? There has to, someone has to be ranking them in some right. fashion, right? Who yeah. are these people who are doing the ranking? Well, I don't know. Well, then just pipe down, lady. Unless you got something to contribute. What, what does it matter? How is I'm she just lady? saying, how does one come in at one? Her name is Lisa. Lady. She's Hugh lady. Jackman is slightly better looking than Daniel Craig. I'm asking, who's deciding this? <laughs> the Guys, people that this, made uh, the list. This afternoon show is going to break the whole show up. It really is. It's going to kill us. The people at People Magazine are probably trying to figure it out. And they're just ranking them. Yeah. But That's the, all. So the, do the, all the editors get together and throw a name into a hat? And whoever gets the most votes is, is number one. Do I look Why like not? People Magazine? I'm saying. I'm who, saying what is I the don't process? Know. I think the process is suspect. I think we need a congressional. Lisa May, period. 
Lisa May. I've been saying that my whole life. I'll be saying it till the day I die. Lisa May. I'm saying we need a congressional investigation. Are you throwing your support behind Daniel Craig or what? No, no I'm throwing deal. my support behind number three, who showed up three on the list, which is bull. <laughs> you can't talk like that. John Larry, Hamm. Larry King? John Hamm of Mad Men. Yay! Don Draper. Yeah, Only I third? I, I think not. My God, the photo of him in Entertainment Weekly. Hmm. That's is a man. Unbelievable. That's a man's man. I don't know who that yeah, Manly man one. who does man man things. Uh, fourth on the list. Who is Zach Efron? And <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I didn't hear. Who's number four? We're not going to put up with this bullshit in the afternoons, by the way. Oh you can God. get away my- with it in the morning show, but not here, mother. <laughs> <laughs> you say that my sweet Zach was on the list of the sexiest people in the world. Is yes. that what you said? Oh. See, this Zach is sexiest Efron. men. He's yeah, he hardly qualifies boy. as a man. Yeah. Come on. Stop that. That's good news. Fifth was uh, Robert Buckley, who apparently is on Lipstick Jungle. I don't know but not hunky enough to make people watch that show. <laughs> so that he should be hunky. on the list. Well, hmm. Lisa says no. Denied. Then uh, soccer player David Beckham, Oscar winner Javier Bardem. Come on, I'm sexy, friendo. <laughs> That's a joke, right? <laughs> Twilight star Robert Pattinson hasn't even been in a movie yet. He's already yeah. on the list of sexiest people in the world. He was in Harry Potter. For a, like a second. He, <laughs> we walked by a picture of Harry Potter <laughs> in the background. He was Dumbledore, wasn't he? he? No, he was Cedric. Right. Oh. Cedric. I don't even recognize that character's name. How important could Lisa, he be? you're never going to get a husband by being sarcastic. That's right. <laughs> uh, Joshua Jackson? Are Woo! we <laughs> talking about the sexy list? From uh, Fringe. What are we, like, at number 50? And then uh, actually 10. Oh. 10 is uh, Michael Phelps. No! Oh, well, really? He's, he's, a, he's a freak. Well, who, who made this That's list? what I asked you, you <laughs> And you came at me with all kinds of facts and figures that was just bullshit. <laughs> Take the bottle away from Ralph. Michael seriously. Phelps should not be on that list Ever. anywhere. No. no. He looks like an ape. He does. <laughs> Jim Phelps, however, who ran the Mission Impossible for us. He should be able to- Are you serious? <laughs> that was a 1966 TV joke from yes, Ralph. It was. Was. didn't get that. Good afternoon, Mr. Phelps. <laughs> Katy Perry's <laughs> are real. Yeah. yeah. That's the story I wanted to tell. Yeah. She was interviewed... By a British newspaper called The Sun and uh, confronted with the rumors that her breasts had been surgically enhanced, she responded, 100% genuine and untouched. The, oh! Stop it. The rack is real. How could people think these are fake, she said. Sticking her big in a guy's face. You can't they are say pretty that. perfect. Look at them. Ask them, she added. I would love to. They are as real as real can be. Boobies! Said she wouldn't spend money on fake boobs. Well, well would she spend she money on shoes, handbags, but not plastic boobs? No way, she said. Giant size cans. She could go to the uh, to the purse party that Ryan Seacrest is throwing. That's yes, right. She, she would love that. And then she'd come to my party afterwards. <laughs> That's a word that we can't use. Oh, really? That just just got you mean handed. The one you guys just chanted. Just that got word? handed. Just oh. got the information. All right. It's late breaking. They change the rules in the morning to the afternoon. Don't <laughs> they, they do. They? She has got a tremendous set of boobs. Yes, she does. Today's celebrity birthdays. Vladimir Radmanovich. Yeah. Lakers! Vlad Rad from the Lakers. He's 28 years old today. Jodie Foster is 46. She eats <laughs> 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 
Well, she does. <laughs> she does. There's no it's question. It's a fact. Right. It's a stone cold fact. <laughs> right. But um, you, well, then don't act as if I've said something untoward. <laughs> it's a noise she's never made. Never. Not once has Jodie Foster made that noise. Uh, Meg Ryan is 47 years old today. Allison Janney is 48. Matt Sorum of Velvet Revolver and Guns N' Roses is 48 as well. Calvin Klein, the fashion designer, turned 66. Ted Turner, media mogul, 70. And Larry King, our old buddy Larry, 75 years old today. He's 95 if he's a day. There's no way Larry King is 75. According to my paperwork, he is 75 years old today. 75 years young. Yeah. I have a half hour to go, and I'm going to do that half hour because I'm a pro. That's what pros do. I'm a professional. Look it up in the book. I did look it up and said, see old. So I had to go to the O's, and then I saw Larry. I'm Ralph Garman. I walk the showbiz beat. Does anyone think that anything that was said on the show this last 50 minutes made it to the air, or has the entire thing been cut? I bet it sounds like Morse code to whoever's listening. <laughs> I bet it does. i got to be honest. Somewhere, somewhere a ship is now turning uh, in a different direction because they heard our broadcast. Three tequilas in, I don't care. <laughs> does make it easier, oh, doesn't no? it? Yep. <laughs> no, Cinco de la Tarde was a brilliant idea because there's, it's off the rails. It's awesome. Um, I've got two more if you guys want to listen to them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Moviebone.com has given us a list of the 25 most inspiring movies in cinema history. Hmm. 25 most well, that's inspiring. Inspirational. Oh, come on. <laughs> you can't use that language. <laughs> Don't you want to Sorry. be inspired? Sorry. Uh, from the 25, we got Forrest Gump at 25. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That inspired me not to watch that movie again. <laughs> it inspired me to do Stand and Deliver. Remember that? With, uh, I didn't see that. Edward one. James Olmos. Oh, yeah. In school, yeah. right? Yeah, he played uh, Jaime Escalante, the math teacher who yeah. turned all those kids into mm. scholars. That was yeah. pretty cool. I'd see that. You got to learn how to use numbers. <laughs> or something to that effect. <laughs> but were you inspired, Lisa, when you saw it? You may have thought it was a good movie, well, good I was, story, I was good inspired. acting. If I were, were a teacher, you? I would have been. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a pretty specific. <laughs> well, if, I, if I was a low-income student, I'd <laughs> sure. be inspired, believing okay. that maybe I could pass the uh, equivalency exam or whatever it is they took. SAT. All right. Yeah. Uh, Rudy. Number 22 on the list. Sure. Sure. Inspiring for little guys everywhere who want to play football for Notre Dame. That's another subset. <laughs> That's pretty <laughs> tiny. The Shawshank Redemption was number 18. Philadelphia. That movie made me want to go to prison. Oh, here's right. your, here's your top 10. Hey, Grapes of Wrath. Legendary uh, depression film starring Henry Fonda. Hoosiers. That's a great film. With Gene that Hackman is good. As the, as the coach. Norma Ray, the union organizer movie with mm-hmm. Sally Field. Best Years of Our Lives about World War II. Schindler's List, number five. That is inspirational. I rented uh, Schindler's Fist over That's the weekend. That's a different film. It oh, was not. No. inspires you to do something else. Not what I expected. <laughs> Rocky, only number five on the list, what? by the way. Fifth. Oh. Fifth on the list. What? Top 25 most inspirational movies ever. Fifth. It's bull****. You can't use that language. You can't say that, Ralph. I learned that. You can't say bullshit. <laughs> oh, right. Kevin. I will refrain. Right. It's a Wonderful Life, number four. Perennial Christmas movie with uh, sure. Jimmy Stewart. Your old savings loan. Merry Christmas, Mr. Potter. Go f*** yourself. <laughs> can't, we can't use that, that language. the uh, director's cut. Oh, okay. Love that version. Right. The Miracle Worker, about uh, Helen Keller and her teacher. Ah. Don't know anything about that? Who taught her? You never saw that? That's nope. a, that is a good movie. Helen Keller, of course, the legendary deaf, dumb, and blind broad, who was uh, the sure plays a mean pinball. <laughs> couldn't get through to her, so they hired Annie Sullivan, this teacher who finally was able to, to to let her connect with the outside world. Taught her how to say water and mother and father, and then she became like a scholar. She wrote books and whatnot. Okay, 
watched it. Still haven't seen it. <laughs> and won't, I'd I like really to point out, out as well. Yeah, neither like, neither were Helen Keller. She never, never saw the movie, by the way. <laughs> the Miracle Worker, or as she used to call it, Miracle Worker. And the number one most inspirational movie of all time, according to moviephone.com, My Left Foot. My Left Foot, story of Christy Brown, the Irish artist who was all f***ed up. Yeah, and he used to draw with his left foot. Mm-hmm. I didn't yeah. see that movie. It's either. very inspirational. That's not a list for me. Yeah, no yeah, you like I gotta be inspired. Honest. Rocky's about the only movie that I recognize out of all those. I'm out. <laughs> well, I love Cinco de la Tarde. They're just off the rails. It's so fun. Because they were recording it just to air later in the afternoon, they were totally making fun of being able to swear and bleep it out and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. a weird time. I really liked that because you had something to look forward to. At mm-hmm. five to hear some Kevin and Bean. It yeah. was a strange experiment. I enjoyed it. <clears throat> All right. Last one. Yeah. Boy George, speaking of crazy English people with drug problems, he is undergoing his false imprisonment trial. Apparently, uh, you may remember the story. He had a 29-year-old Norwegian male escort chained to his bedroom wall. <laughs> George was uh, beating him and screaming at him. <laughs> hitting him with a metal chain <laughs> until the Norwegian male escort was able to run and escape into the streets wearing just his underwear, where he found help from police and Boy George was arrested. Do you think that's what he dreamt of as a little kid? What, <laughs> Norwegian male escort? One day I want to be a, a male escort. One day I hope to be a chain to the world if a famous pop star in beaten with a chain. Yeah, sure that, I mean thought. that has to. You have to go. Where did my life go wrong at that point? Then I want to take a sauna at the fjord <laughs> and eat some Carlsberg cheese. Ralph, I hate to ask this about the boy George, but do you think did he really want to hurt him? I oh! mean, you know, did he? Oh, oh. Hey. You. Hey, 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 <laughs> you, hey, <laughs> you, come on, <laughs> you, <sighs> you bean. <laughs> That's two days in a row, by the way. Bean. Hey, what? What's two days in a row? Uh, what, Mike? Yesterday, Ralph said, you know, Helen Keller, she's deaf, dumb, and blind, and Bean comes with, oh, yeah. without hesitation, and she sure plays a mean pinball. Pow. Yeah. yeah. He has to use lyrics, or he's not happy. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I speak for the whole audience when I say, fuck you. Come on. I'm serious. <laughs> Give me another drink, Mike. <laughs> they do say, though, his friends, that boy George's personality changes with everyone he's with. They say he's almost a karma chameleon. Yeah. yeah. Now we're talking. Oh. You too, Ralph. <laughs> now we're talking. Ralph. I hate all of you. <laughs> I'm trying to hold the line here, Lisa. I don't I know. know. I'm not getting much help. Hold the line is Toto, Kevin. Gosh, what are you playing that it. game? Ah. Let's not fight, guys, because war, war is stupid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you right in the head. Green actors killed. You both. Screen you. Screen you both. Is this the new thriller? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I love love it. If I ever need to make everyone just stop if we're recording, I know what to do. Right. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I'm sorry. I was trying to swear. Oh, crap. (laughs) On Psycho Mike in the background just cracks me up. How long did it last? Do you guys know? It wasn't very uh, long. A couple months? Yeah, I think it was hard on them because they had the morning show and the afternoon. It was just too much. Didn't Lightning <laughs> say they just recorded it in another studio and then and then just played it? Because like when you listen to it, there's really no guests or they're just kind of talking about whatever was happening 
um, in the morning anyway. They did have one guest. I want to say it was Mike Shinoda. And uh, I think Bean's like, oh, good morning. I mean, good afternoon. Like, you know what I mean? You can kind of hear them. So yeah, they must have recorded that. I mean, that how else could they do all the beeps without getting out of delay? Yeah, exactly. It, it, it's, you got like 15 seconds. You do it twice in that time. It's done. So there's no way. Because I believe Ralph also said when they were doing the Sean Connery bits, it, they had to be recorded. And so they can do all the bleeping out. So that's what I'm assuming. And I believe Link, uh, Lightning said the same thing. When, when you listen back to a lot of this stuff, like it becomes very apparent what's been recorded, I guess, and what's not live. But like mm-hmm. when they introduced Cinco de la Tarde, what were they trying? I'm guessing they were like, oh, this is like we're coming back to the studio and it's going to be completely live. Or like, did they keep that ruse up the whole time? Yeah, they never said anything like that. It's just they just <clears> mentioned Cinco de la Tarde. I never assumed they were going back to the studio. That'd be crazy. Yeah. And, and it's weird too, because it's like they'll do um, Don't Bogart on the morning at the at the end of the nine o'clock, and, but they won't have that on the uh, Cinco de la Tarde. So it's kind of, so yeah, I think they just, they did the show, then recorded some stuff, you know, and it's only, I mean, it was only for that one hour. So it's not a lot of it, yeah. like I said, a lot of it was just kind of what they talked in the morning and that was it, the showbiz beats and um, whatever, the movies coming out on Friday and stuff like that. Yeah, by this time around, being live wasn't as big a deal as it was when they were making fun of Rick Dees. So <laughs> recording was still, but just doing an extra hour is probably still hard on them. Nobody wants to do another hour of work. I don't think they did an extra hour. I think because they stopped. So I want to say 5, 530 it started, right? And then they would end the show at 9. And then they would record Cinco de la Tarde. But the regular show was like 5, 530 to 10. But they'd still have to record an extra hour somewhere. Yeah. They would either be out by nine because they'd play something that was recorded or they'd, I don't know. It's still more work. Probably. Yeah. But it's funny. It is fucking hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do the week that was. Press the button, my friend. Send me back into time. Edwin. No, Edwin. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) One, two, three. It's a new day. Our feature presentation. I went back in day. I So it's water that tastes like meat. Hey, we're doing the week that was February 7 to 11, 2011. Bean would like that. 7 Eleven, his favorite store. They were still dealing with the reminiscing about Mike being on Live with Reaches and Kelly. So they did a Would You Like to Take That Back that was on Live with Reaches and Kelly. I thought this was great. Psycho Mike was on the uh, Regis show, and we, we pulled a clip from that. We want to ask him if he wants to take it back. We're going outside the realm of the radio it. show. I didn't know wow. that this game was played like outside of these studios. As as I want to as... check my house for bugs to make sure <laughs> you're not uh, also it's punishing not, me at home. Not private life. He oh. was on TV. Yeah. Okay. Right. So Fair And enough. he made this joke, and I'm sure he wishes that he could take it back. I couldn't believe it. It was an hour of Ronnie crying. Ronnie, please. <laughs> Pat Benatar told me love is a battlefield. That's the way it goes. <laughs> Very funny. All right. Oh, well. Would you like to take that What back? a sympathy vote yeah, you got from think. Kelly Ripa. Oh, remember how much Kelly loved him, though. Ah, Everything he said or the, did, she as loved As much as she loved him, she still was forcing herself to support him on that joke. Yeah, that Just was a, uh, that you're a dumbass. But... Ah, so funny. <laughs> that's what you do instead of laughing, is you say that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> when it isn't. I know. She would have laughed if it was funny. But at the same time, I, I definitely will take that back. 
Yeah, Mike did have a point. They were going outside of Kevin and Bean universe studio time to get them. But still, I approve. I, I think they could do that. And also, I do like the way uh, Kelly responded. <laughs> Very funny. So I'm going to use that from now on when something's not particularly funny. That was a sympathy laugh. I'm going to hear that so much. <laughs> yeah, for our show, very much so. This was very funny. They kind of happened back to back. They weren't quite on their game this on the show, Bizbeat. I'm just saying maybe having a TV on in the studio isn't the best idea. How would we have seen kids, dumb kids who surf their cars are dying? Well, it seems like uh, focus is at a premium here anyway. I on am a regular laser basis. focused, my friend. And so maybe the TV just is a distraction, maybe that is unnecessary. I'm like a Jedi Knight of, <laughs> no, <laughs> of improv. I was going to say multitasking. Of oh, improv, yeah. the right word? <laughs> Public speaking? <laughs> Kevin couldn't quite finish that joke. He was a Jedi Knight. Dot, dot, dot. And it was kind of funny. This theme continued to another show, Bisbee. How far can she take the I'm going to wear whatever tumbles out of my junk drawer in my kitchen, though? I mean, at some point, she's got to give that up and just put on some regular clothes, right? I'm assuming she will reinvent herself someplace down the line. Sure. Yeah. Madonna did it, and I think she will. Not for a while, though. She's got some more in her. Oh, yeah. She's got all kinds of uh, food that she hasn't worn yet, really. We think <laughs> She's about. only worn meat. That's right. That's it. She's got like four or five other food groups she gets to choose from. She hasn't made right. her grain dress yet. She hasn't made her fruit and vegetable dress, her dairy dress. We've got a lot more to come from. Lady Gaga. Hey, listen, it's Gene Simmons from Gene Simmons. I didn't know you were here. What are you doing? I'd be willing to make some improv. Kevin Ryder School of Improvisation. That's something got stuck in my throat. These men be willing to make a dairy dress. Gene Simmons. This is Gene Simmons here. Speaking of something getting stuck in your throat. Thank you, Ralph. Next time you just do it. I love that. Was Gene Simmons breaking into Gene Simmons? Kelly Ripa, what did you think of that? Very funny. Okay, good. She liked it. <laughs> this is a famous thing that kept happening to Kevin and Bean. I'll ask the room. What did Kevin and Bean think of the Friends cast? The TV show Friends. I know Kevin wasn't a fan. No, not of the, the show. The the Friends cast, the people, the actors. Not funny. No, not that. Not Friends. Not friendly to them. So they had been promoting Matthew Perry to come on the show because he had a new show coming up called Mr. Sunshine. So I'm just going to play the clips, and we can kind of follow it in real time. Uh, we're waiting for uh, Matthew Perry, who's uh, starring in Mr. Sunshine, which is tomorrow night. I'm not going to say when, unless he calls. What do you think about that? <laughs> wow. And, and no one will be able to stand. find that information What do you think us? about that? He <laughs> won't be able to find out. <laughs> It'll be impossible. We'll get zero watchers. People will be at home going, I love Matthew Perry. I really want to see the show, but he didn't come on Kevin and Bean, so yeah. now I can't find it on the guide. <laughs> right, we'll he is. Him in one second here. All right. Let's yeah, think of away. something to do while we're waiting, <laughs> while we're waiting for something new to do. Let's try to think up a song while Let's we're think of a waiting. Song, people. That's liberating and will be true to you. Let's think of something to do while we're waiting, while we're waiting till something's through. You know it's really all right. In fact, it's downright quite bright to think of something to do that's specific for you. Let's think of something to do while we're waiting. All right. 
guests uh, upcoming this week on the Kevin and Bean Show include our friend Adam Carolla. He'll be joining us tomorrow. Also, Wow is going to be on the program this week. The Black Keys are stopping by. Sarah Shahi from the Fairly Legal oh! Show. Yes. Is going to be here. We got uh, Brooklyn is going to be joining us on the program. Uh, Ed Helms from The Office, The Hangover, and the new film called Cedar Rapids. All that's coming up. You know who we should get? Who? Who? I mean, that's an impressive list, but you know who we should get is Matthew Perry. Oh, I like that dude so much. That'd be cool. He's a friend, though. Friends are not our friends. That's true. What's he even doing now? I don't don't think he's. I don't think he's working anymore. I don't believe Matthew Perry has anything coming out at all. I I can't Mm -hmm. answer that. Not anything that I've heard promoted on this program (laughs) in an interview. (laughs) This just in, former friend Matthew Perry is dead. I don't think that's true. To us. To us. All right. Come on. Uh, And he doesn't have a new show. Okay, so that was one day. They had promoted him a couple days. He doesn't show up. So the next day, oh, no, this time he's coming on. Let's see what happened. Thanks a lot for listening uh, to the Kevin and Bean Show. A lot of good stuff coming up, including not Matthew Perry, who apparently is not (laughs) going to be on our show for the second day in a row. That's not very friendly, right? No. Isn't he a friend? No. No. He hasn't been a friend for 10 years. So two days in a row, we stiffed him. So then it turns out Ralph watched his show and he tried to talk about it and they tried to shut him down. Did you catch uh, Mr. Sunshine last night? Did not. The new Matthew Perry show? No, we're boycotting Matthew Perry. Look, just because Did a not. guy stands you up a couple times in a row, <laughs> in a row, in a row, <laughs> doesn't mean right. you after, have to get all bitter. After confirming and promising he'd be on, yeah. I think there's some real potential for that show. Nope. The first show is uneven. <laughs> no. As pilots tend no. to be because there's a lot of exposition you got to no. get out, you know? Right. But there were some very funny moments in it. And Allison Janney is in it, and she was hilarious last night. Loved her on the West Wing. She plays a, uh, a pretty much uh, a drug-addled, rich, old cougar who uh, owns this arena that uh, Matthew Perry runs down in San Diego. It's the premises. She owns like a Staples Center type place. It looked funny. And uh, last night's episode was very funny. She- I'll watch Allison Janney in her next show, the one that Matthew Perry's not on. Wow. Wow. Better party one. Not have a person. No way. I think he made the right call. Okay. So that was the, I call it the Matthew Perry debacle. They tried and tried to get him on, but like they said, the friends were not friendly to Kevin and Bean. And that, that Mr. Out, Sunshine show was still on, right? Still going strong. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man out for many years. running show in primetime history by now. Won a bunch of Emmys. I believe it was on one season, but I watched it and I thought it was very funny. Actually, Allison Janney, they mentioned she was very funny in that show. But yeah. well, being oh, talked about her, he killed it. So that's what happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If uh, being mentioned it, he, it, that show would die. Anything being mentioned dies. They started promoting something called Meat Water. It was a guy, and you would get water instead of like vitamin water, like it had bacon and eggs, for example. Sounds gross, doesn't it? Anyway, they had the guy behind meat water on. Have you ever wanted your water to taste like meat? Yes, I have, mm-hmm. Kevin. But unfortunately, there's no product that I can buy to achieve that goal. Me either. Um, <laughs> we, we have a guy on the phone, Till Krautkromer. Till Krautkromer? Yes, good morning. Is that correct? Am I saying that right? Krautkramer is correct. Yeah. Krautkramer, all right. Till's uh, website is dinnerinabottle.com. We've been kind of teasing up to this interview for the past couple of days that we're going to have the man on who's behind the runaway sensation product known as Meat Water. So it's water that tastes like meat. Right, Till? Yeah, that is correct. I mean, it is, um, it's the essence of nutrition and the memory of dining without the hassle of eating. It's an artificial beverage, and we call it the high-efficiency survival beverage. 
Okay, let's talk about the hassle of eating for a second. I mean, is the, is the product designed for people who are just really, really busy, on the go, don't have time to stop for a meal, but still want to get some, some flavor in them? Is that what is that who you made it for? Exactly. It's for, we call it today's busy executive. It's uh, one who runs in a sports coat from one appointment to the other, the Blackberry in one hand, and obstacle course right in front of him. And it's a ready-made grab-on-the-go. Right, but there's no meat in it, right? Well, uh, it is close. I mean, they're meat byproducts, and it depends on what flavor um, you're going. And it's um, now wait, hold it right there. Let's uh, let's elaborate on that. You have how many different flavors? Uh, right now, we have 59 flavors available. You can choose from. And uh, by March 22nd, World Water Day, we plan on releasing the next five. And um, then we introduce the first well-rounded spectrum of 64 beautiful colors and flavors. So you have barbecue chicken wing water. Mm-hmm. You have Italian sausage water. You have yeah. poached salmon salad, which, now let me just see if I've got this straight, tastes like a piece of salmon on lettuce, asparagus, and mustard seeds. Yeah, that's All a- of that is one bottle of water. Okay, so what do you guys think? Does it sound real? I'm sold. Where do I get myself a case? <laughs> it's not a Ralph voice? No, that was not Ralph. But it is Mike. Nope. Oh. This is a real guy. Okay, look, let's what? go. What? What? Let's go to the next day. <laughs> people started calling in and saying, this can't be true. <laughs> Do you have a gefilte fish? Do you have a gefilte fish water? You do. You already have that. Oh, man. Out in 2009. Cross that one out. All right. I'd like a kimchi water. Do you have that? We don't have a kimchi, but I I make notes while we speak. There you go. Okay. What what about spam? What? I didn't hear that. Spam. Spam water. Spam or spam sandwich will be on white toast also <laughs> to fill the 64th flavor. It will come out in March. Already, they're yeah, already working on spam water. <laughs> okay, so what happened was I did some research. They mentioned the website, and it's still up. So I went to the website. It's called Dinner in a Bottle. This guy, he was the real guy, Tim Krautkramer. He's an artist, a photographer. The website's still up. So let me, I'm just going to read you the description of fish and chip water. (laughs) It says, cheers, mate. Health conscience parliamentarians altered this traditional British staple forever by outlawing the use of newspapers to absorb the runoff from this greasy delicacy. We bring back that old-fashioned flavor with all natural newsprint flavors derived from actual English tabloids. And in England, they can swear and show boobies. Oh, do not serve chilled. <laughs> so this site is still up today. Very strange. Well, I'm looking at it. They've got horse roast, horse loin, mashed potatoes, blue cheese, horseradish. There's a whole bunch of dirty hot dog. Anyone? <laughs> well, the link I sent you says that it's a hoax, that it is uh, to go oh, yeah. viral to bring awareness to people not drinking enough water. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a hoax, this... but the guy's real. But the His guy's real. Till Kraut Kramer, he's an artist, photographer, and he still <laughs> has the site up. <laughs> he never broke character, and his site looks legit. If you just go there and didn't know, you'd think it's a real product. <laughs> I admire the uh, commitment to the bit. Uh, let's go to some celebrity birthdays here. Remember the group Frankie Goes to Hollywood?
So it was his birthday. The guy's name is Holly, actually. Holly Johnson. Bean kind of got into a role in this week. He starts doing some little puns. And what do we always say? What do I always say? Bean's favorite comedian is Bean. So he gets into the Frankie Goes to Hollywood birthday. The reason I'm here, the reason I'm celebrating is the lead singer of Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Holly Johnson turns uh, 51 today. His name is Holly? Uh, 51 today. Give it up for Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Yep. His name's Holly. Wait, you gave yourself a cue and missed it? So then you <laughs> went did. back and did it again so that you could play the drop? That, that's exactly right. All right. Good. <laughs> Bean, he gave himself an alley-oop, kind of missed it. Uh, he didn't. He got rejected by the rim, as they say. <laughs> Very funny. Yeah. Okay, but the next one I thought was better, because Dr. Drew, or I think it was Eminem's birthday. Wait, well, let's just play the clip since I forgot to. I'm doing worse than Bean. Today we have Dr. Drew. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk to him about everything that's going on in the world. He's coming out on stage with Eminem uh, at the Grammys, I hear, by the way. They're going to be performing together on stage on Sunday. Because they you know, get the doc, Dr. Drew's got that new album coming out that's exactly. been waiting that's for That's Dr. Dre. Exactly. I, I oh, think you're I, talking about Dr. Dre. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I, my no, mistake. You, can't, <laughs> you don't get to play the applause for your own jokes. That is illegal. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. Listen to Bean laugh at his own joke and applaud himself. Yeah, I think what happened was Eminem was going to pair with Dr. Dre on an award show. So Bean did his old Dr. Drew and Dr. Dre. He's confusing them. Uh, let's see. February 10th was Elizabeth Banks' birthday. This was one of the great Bean moments. Now, they usually just played the first half. For some reason, this year, they played the extended cut. Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. We love her so much. We do. She's so funny on uh, 30 Rock. She plays Avery. Yes. Alec Baldwin's uh, wife and soon-to-be mother of his child. Very funny. And I remember when we had her in. I forget what movie she was promoting. It wasn't. It was the one where she's like the mean new stepmom. Oh, right. Yes, yes. It wasn't the one Bean was asking about. No, no. He was looking way back into her past, and she had done a movie called uh, Slither. Slither. And he had this, well, you know, it was worth going back that far to that film when when you hear what he got out of this answer. Now, I know that you were in Slither, and I remember seeing that movie at the time, but it seemed like it was a long time ago. What 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 stuff did you do in Slither? Uh, what stuff did I do in Slither? Yeah, <laughs> I don't understand the question. <laughs> what stuff did you do in Slither? And by the way, it's way worse. He cut it down to save himself. It gets could be the worse. worst. It could be the worst question I've ever it asked. It was a giant meltdown, and, and I'm the one that's known for that, but being just melted right into a puddle. I, awesome. I, I do have more in this file if you guys want to hear more. I yes, don't remember yes. what happens afterwards. Sure, let's but... hear it. <laughs> <laughs> where are you going who, with this, Bean? Who, who were you in Slither? Did you chase snakes? Did you... What did you do back then? We were more like slugs. Um, right. And yes, we... Well, you know, in that movie, I played Starla Grant. And my husband gets infected by an alien. Um, She's being so nice. trying to then infect the rest of the world. Yeah. That old Tiger right. plot line. Yeah. So you were you were te- you were the terrified in that movie, and in this one you're the terrifier. Wow! Exactly. It just keeps going. Yes. Going, yes. Of, uh, yes, that's a uh, that's how it is. Yeah. Wow. And we never had her back on. Is that what we decided? She's that's never been on since. And who can blame huh? her? I don't blame her. Yeah. We're <laughs> used to the first half of that call. This time they played the whole thing for some reason. So, like they said, she never came on again. Guess she had enough of Bean's questions. That's also a classic example of Bean. We thought it was just like a Jiminy Glick thing where they go, what, what, what did you do in Slither? But no, he actually does it on that clip. What, what, what did you do in Slither? Happy birthday, Elizabeth Banks. Okay, last up, they were doing an article, I think it was in People Magazine, the first album you ever bought. 
you remember what your first record was that you ever bought? You guys no. are big time show business radio DJs. Yeah, that's us. Do you remember the first record you ever bought? I'm sure Bean will remember. I don't remember the last one I bought. I know, Kevin. It's hard. Bean? Well, the first album I ever bought was a Beatles album. Okay. Well, after the fact. I mean, I, the Beatles had long been broken up, but I discovered them as a very young person. Yeah, and, me too. And asked my, my mom to go out and buy me a Beatles album. That's the first one I got. What what Beatles album? It was uh, the, red, the Red Album, 62 uh, to 66. Uh, yes. Mine was Let It Be. I remember that was my first album I ever bought. Wow. Mike, what That's was the first record you ever bought? It was actually it was a cassette tape, and it was the White Chalky Master of Puppets, first, first edition. Oh, I'll never forget it. Yeah. I played yeah. it so much at school that I actually broke the tape, not like a euphemism. Kevin, uh, oh, we already established that you don't remember <laughs> The Red Album by Weezer. Okay. So, of course, Kevin couldn't remember his first album. But two things on that. They did not ask Lisa May what her first album was. I was very mad about that. Lisa, if you're out there listening, call into our request line. And tell us what your first album was. And second, I just wanted to go through the room. What's the first album you ever bought, Christopher? I think it was probably, I want to say, Jane's Addiction, Ritual de lo Habitual. Well, that's a great one for uh, the K-Rock audience. Drew, you're up next. Your first album. Mighty, Mighty Boss Tones. Nice. Oh, they just recently broke up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Broke them up because you didn't buy more albums. It's my fault. Jen? I believe I purchased on audio cassette Asia Asia, Lover Boy, and there's another one I'm trying to think of. Might have been uh, Rick Springfield. Oh, that's some good stuff. Yeah. Lindsay? I honestly could not recall, but maybe probably Hanson. Oh, wow. Mm, <laughs> you win. You win. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm anyway, just- hey, that song comes up, and I turn it up, man. That's a good song. That's a bop. Yeah. Mine was Men at Work, Business as Usual. Oh, nice. Yeah, I worked in an arcade, and they were showing that video all the time, and I'm like, I'm going to buy that album. I've got my own money. Mm-hmm. That's my first big boy purchase. Is that the one with Land Down Under? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Down Under and uh, who can, what was the other Who's going to be now? Who can yeah, it be now? Yeah, exactly. Who can yeah, so I was watching MTV nonstop, and I'm like, I'm going to buy my first album. It's two things, your musical taste when you were that age, and that's when you had your own money and started doing your own things. Okay, that's the week that was. Back to you guys. Nice. All right, so we do the podcast roundup. Wait, before we do that. Oh, the great Ed Wynn, ladies and gentlemen. I love him so much. <laughs> All right, here's the theme. Go ahead and start that show open there, Bean. Your guys aren't sending me anything. All right. Nailed it. Ow, ow. <laughs> Oh, you get it, Edwin. You want her to promote your podcast. We got it. Say hello to happy goodbye to the blue janky podcast. Moving on. You know what's not a joke, but it's really hilarious? Your mom. <laughs> Touche. Um, let's start the podcast roundup with the cup of tea and a chat. This Thursday was her 200th episode. It was live. And aside from a couple of moments, it went pretty well. I see you. I see you speaking into the microphone. And it's a very alluring visual, but I'm not uh, actually hearing. Yes. How about now? Yes, I can hear you. <laughs> what, what, what happened? What happened? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh Thank you. Yeah, can you get a little closer to the microphone, please, so we can actually hear you? I am sending you WhatsApp. 
I hear a ton at once. Is this supposed to happen? Is this normal? Help. I'm hearing you over and over and over. Mix minus. I had the YouTube feed up. You had the YouTube feed up. Okay. But that doesn't explain why your microphone wouldn't work. Because I had it muted. Because you you had the microphone muted. You told me to mute mute the mic while we were waiting. (laughs) Professionals, ladies and gentlemen. Professionals. Better than the 100th episode, though. Better. uh, I missed the Chicago, though. I really did. I was hoping for some Chicago. We were screaming into the chat, is your microphone flashing red? Because we all figured she had muted it, and that was when she goes, boom, and there she is. We're like, oh, no. <laughs> also on that episode, we find out that Allie's much more of a wackadoodle than we first understood. She's basically stalking a dog. I've never known a white woman to have this much trouble getting a dog in my whole entire life. I'm concerned that you are not helping your case right. if you appear to be a crazy childless obsessive mm-hmm. single nightmare of a woman okay <laughs> you're writing a manifesto okay listen you, you're is it a novel yes you're the unibomber you're yes. the unibomber you're just furiously <laughs> typing away and sending off are like, you guys <laughs> seeing these <laughs> right you said at one point that you were jealous that you never got that invisible dog at Knott's Berry Farm, right? It looked like a dog. is a wire. Yes. Now you have that invisible dog. It's just it took a long time for it to come so through. Mean to me. That's all. Finally. They wrote back. Oh, they did write back. Yeah. Senora Noastaki. <laughs> Stop emailing Hi, me. Allie. Blocked. After reviewing your application, I noticed you don't have a fenced in yard. And I wrote back, I said, Oh no, Sarah, it's a misunderstanding. I got a fence exemption. And she's like, no, the fence exemption allows you to adopt from us without having a fence, but some dogs require a fenced in yard. I hope this information helps. Mm. Yeah, it helps. I'm back to the goddamn uh, invisible leash dogs. Yes, that was screw off is what that was. I am, remember when we talked about stealing a dog? Yes, that was my suggestion. I'm Just in. Go out and find the cutest dog you can find. If you can lift Done. it, it's yours. I think Done. so. <laughs> Is it that hard to get a dog these days? I don't know, Jen. No. Allie, I'll get you any dog you want. Just even from another rescue, I'll get it to you. Whatever. It's crazy. <laughs> so. The one thing I know is that I got this truck. <laughs> That's going to be used a lot. You can put that with, uh, what's the famous Eddie Pence one? When he gets all sick. <laughs> Put those together, yeah. Yeah. It sounds like a, a new edit to the Halloween spook song. Oh, it oh, does. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right. Also on this episode, they had Beer Mug. All right. Beer Mug connecting to audio. This is going to be fun. Oh, yeah. Ladies mugs! and gentlemen. There he is. Hello, there guys. He is. Mugsy. Look at mugs. How are you? Oh, I lost him. You I did have too. I did too. I was hoping for <laughs> some more time with mugs. Minutes, minutes, minute with mugs. Our friend Beer Mug can use some hair plugs. Minutes, minutes, minute with mugs. Our friend Beer Mug does a lot of drugs. So a little bit less than a minute with mugs on the show, I guess. No, he was there quite a bit. He reconnected and they talked about the Lakers, the, the Rams, and the Super Bowl and sports betting and all kinds of beer mug stuff. They also talked about a Janky Town Meet uh, Together podcast that I know Drew is super excited about. They want to record a podcast together with Dave and Beer Mug. That'll be really cool. Right, I Drew? can't wait. I can't wait to see it. All four of them, a quadcast, as they said. It'll be a quadcast. 
It'll be, It'll awesome. be a party. Uh, on going back to Monday's episode, Bean said he was moving back to the U.S. I'm going to share some other breaking news to you here, Allie. Oh. And I probably shouldn't say this out loud. And I don't know that Donna would be delighted if I did. Oh, is she pregnant? I've also been thinking about moving back to America. <gasps> what? I know. Look. Look. What? Look. What? Okay, so what do you think it is that would make someone who just transplanted themselves across the Atlantic just come back? Just take a whole two years, just rewind it, take all that progress and move it, move back to the U.S. The pancakes, though, I got <laughs> I gotta be, look, I had it about up to here with not being able to get good pancakes. In America, I never would have written a list 30 items long of things that make me happy that I love to be able to eat, either buy in the supermarket or get at a a cafe or at a diner. None of those things that are available. I mean, we talked about it a couple of months ago. Eggnog, another Christmas without eggnog, okay? I live in the country where eggnog was invented, ladies and gentlemen, yet no goddamn store sells it here. When he said that, that's what I first thought. He's moving because he can't get pancakes and sourdough bread. And then he said that. I'm like, oh, my God, it's true. (laughs) Yeah, you would think it was the Tory government or something like that, the Brexit, but no, pancakes. Um, I can totally understand that, though, living up in an area that has horrible restaurants. um, I can't wait to go to San Francisco or Los Angeles and just eat my way through. I don't know. I get it. I once (laughs) visited a place that didn't have any Mexican food, and I... I didn't realize how much Mexican food I eat on a daily basis. But you went to Australia, I see. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. But of course, it was a joke. Bean's not moving. But it made the whole cup of tea in a chat page go crazy. And then on Wednesday, they commented on it. You never even said you were moving to the U.S. You talked about how in the future you might think about. Stop it. Stop yes. it. Yes, let's not rush into Stop anything it. here. It's just conversation. Honestly, I, I talked about that Facebook and how it was great and everybody's lovely on there. Now you're all a bunch of fucking psychos. Stop whoa, it. Oh, whoa, that's a little bit of an exaggeration. <laughs> you got no, that's nice, an exaggeration. They are you delightful know for comedy, yes. And They're lovely. Very nice people. Very nice yes. people. Bunch of psychos. Moving on to great news. Kevin tells a story of a dog that saved his owner in a car accident. But also in this story, we find out Kevin hates hippies. F*** hippies. I mean, period. F*** hippies. Been saying that my whole life. Be saying it till I die. F*** hippies. And he also finds a way to mention how he hates cats. Who is hacky sacking while that guy is upside down in the truck? That's a real a, concern. A, a stinky hippie. Right, yes. Like, just That doesn't deserve you. that dog in any way. <laughs> <laughs> Who's watching The Grateful Dead during that accident? That guy is a hippie. Like now listen. Sack. Probably just did a large bong rip just before doing that. Interview. Oh, like like one of those like be real six footers. <laughs> he used his yeah. he used his Volkswagen bus or whatever the fuck she, he was driving as a bomb. <laughs> it was upside down, by the way. She um she's always my co-pilot, and she goes with me everywhere I go. When I smoke weed, she smokes weed. I almost died and everything, but hey, hacky <laughs> sack, <laughs> shithead. By the way. No cat ever did that, ever. No, agreed. No, a cat would stomp on your face and make sure you were dead. Eat you. Because cats suck. Cats. I mean, period. Cats. Been saying that my whole life. Be saying it until I die. Cats. All right, on uh, Kevin and Sluggo, 
Uh, they ask what's up with Florida, and they talk about the ultimate Florida man. This guy is more Florida than most Floridians. That is really saying something. Yes. Wow. The guy leaves a bar early morning, Saturday morning. Okay. Drunk. Okay. Can't find his car. Sure. So what does that tell you? Oh, you should call a cab. Definitely. Florida man's answer was to steal another car. <laughs> and here's my favorite part. Mm-hmm. In good faith... <laughs> Meaning he fully meant to return it. Sure, thoughtful of him. he just went to look for his car by stealing another car. Oh, right. Well, you know, that is a drunk mind idea. You know, it's like, you know, no one's going to mind, and I'll bring it back, and I'll be fine. It'll be fine. I'll be fine. Yeah. This is where the good faith ends, though. The Uh man told deputies that the stolen car got stopped on train tracks. (laughs) Of course it did. Yes. And a Florida train (laughs) is bearing down. So, drunk guy gets out of the car and runs. Well, smart enough to do that. Train Sober demolishes enough. car. Wow, the noise. And threw it into a house. Oh, God. Landed on a house from above. So, back on foot, Florida man then attempts to steal a forklift from a nearby food to stand. get it down? <laughs> you know, it's funny. I didn't even think that. It's probably you get the car. Oh, get the car down. So that he could return it? Sure. I said in good faith, After man. He said it was all in good faith. So then the forklift only took him so far, and he saw a deputy's car responding to the call. To the sound of a car landing and on And he ran out into the middle of the road and well, flagged flagging down the deputy. down the cops himself. Yes, to wow. let them know that he was still looking for his car. He needs to be the president of Florida. Really, he's like telling them. <laughs> I'm looking for my car. Yes. Because he's going to get in it and drive home. You know that? Right. (laughs) So the man said that he was uh, still looking for his car rather than lend a hand for the search. Deputies arrested him. What? Holy cow. (laughs) This man is my hero. Yes. And I agree with you. He should be the president of Florida. He's a kindred spirit to Kevin. He likes to steal cars, other people's cars. (laughs) All right. On Janky Town, we had a new improved Janky theme. What up, Muggs? Jack, what up, Dave? What a brawl. It's getting janky. I'm not really happy with the brawl. I like Hot Sauce <laughs> Tim's one better. Or even better yet, Cupcake Kelly's. Jank, 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 jank. Motherfucking janky town. Kelly, bye. They need to use that jingle. That's the jingle. I like that one, too. I wish she'd write us one. If she's listening, I hope she writes us one. Oh, we'd love that. We yeah. only get like three calls, so... If you call, you'll get put on. Uh, Dave had an issue with a Zoom call at work. So today I'm on a call with like about 15 people. And, you know, and I'm sitting patiently waiting, waiting for my turn to talk, waiting for my turn to talk. And they finally go to Dave and they're like, yeah, so my coworker Dave will explain what he's about. And this is me. Oh, sorry, Dave. I think you're on mute. Dave, you're on mute. You know what? I'd rather not hear him speak anyways. Yep. That was me. Moving on. Wait, is that, that was, he actually recorded it from his or isn't that a TikTok? I'll do some more research. (laughs) I'm I'm too old for TikTok. On the Ralph report, they tried fake whiskey and then Eddie actually drank real whiskey. Oh, which is so bad. You want some real booze just to wash your mouth out? Put like a drop in there. Oh, then we're talking. Just a drop. All right, I'm giving him a little Jack Daniels. Just a drop. Just a drop. Beach. <laughs> That's the good stuff. Wow, he just... <laughs> he just... Oh! My goodness. <laughs> See, that's better, right? No! That... It's all bad. No. It's all... 
But that so bad. Whiskey's delicious. That's all I got to say. What's fake whiskey, by the way? Non-alcoholic whiskey by some company that I didn't write down because it's non-alcoholic whiskey. Right? What's the point? Good. Yeah, I, I, it's called water. What? <laughs> <laughs> Ralph did one song that I remember growing up as a kid. And I wish this was my first album. I was in college when they broke. Oh. In Philly. It was a big deal. Did you go through a punk phase? I didn't really, oh, but I liked bad. their work. Too bad. But as I mentioned, they had reached international success with the story of a middle-class boy who finds this punk rock girl at Zipperhead, which was the cool punk store in Philadelphia uh. where you go to buy all your pins and Or you would have gone had you gone through a punk phase. Had I wanted to gear up. That's where you would have gone. That's where I would have gone. <laughs> and uh, it's a great tune. Still, to this day, here is celebrating a punk Valentine's Day punk rock girl. Oh, that Philly accent brings me home. <laughs> we only serve it iced. That's so good. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day to all you punk rock girls out yeah. there. Yeah. That's today's one hit wonder. So yes, Dead Milkman, punk rock girl. Awesome song. It's good to hear some background on that song I hadn't thought about in quite a while. He also talked about the number one searches on a specific site that I'll insert the thing later because kids. And here's one for Allie. In, uh, in Maine, fisting. So take that Jesus, for what it's man. worth. <laughs> How bored are you in Maine? Maine is out of control. Fuck, just throw it all up the in there. The weather is not good up there. Fisting in Maine. Thanks for that info, Ralph. So top searches on a site that will be named later. I'd sure like to fist him. <laughs> I think you should name uh, it later. I think you should. I think you should keep it a mystery. Is it something that ends in fans or something that ends in hub? In hub. The latter. Okay. I mean, I don't know why I know this. Because <laughs> you listen to the Ralph report. <laughs> it's funny. I was just listening. I had to bring any of this in because it would not fly these days. But they got into a big argument about what's your favorite porn search. <laughs> and they were just, Ralph was furious at what Kevin chose. It, it was just a bizarre time that they can't come back. Did Ralph say this? I'd sure like to fist him. No. Thankfully not. <laughs> no, but he was just mad because Kevin chose a category that he did not think should be number one. Very strange to hear people passionately arguing about what porn should be number one. <laughs> We'll go over to the Wendy Williams show. They talked about Sherry Shepard replacing Wendy Williams and how happy that made Ralph. I like Sherry Shepard. I think she's entertaining and, and likable. More entertaining and likable than Wendy Williams. Uh, well, so is Farrah Abraham, for that matter. <laughs> I'd rather see a show where Farrah Abraham just shit into jars <laughs> than I would watch Wendy Williams. Eh, I'm going to watch either one of those. I would, li- I would, I would watch that. Oh, how you doing? I'm doing okay. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, moving on from Wendy Williams to someone we actually like, Eddie nominated Dolly Parton for president. She is a goddamn national treasure. Can she be president? Oh. Can she lead us? Dolly for president. Wouldn't you just love every goddamn press conference she ever made? Fuck. Well, howdy, y'all. How y'all doing out there today? Here's what I think about that situation with the Ukraine. Every day, would just you'd be happy to hear even bad news. No, not in America. Half of half people would Dolly. hate her. Nobody would hate Dolly. It's the one thing we could all agree on. I hope Dolly pardon for president. I don't normally go for celebrity, you know, nominations, but I would go. For, I would back that one. The last thing I have is: Have you guys been watching Boba Fett? Anybody? Mm-mm. It well, it doesn't matter. They had a CGI Luke Skywalker. 
and then they CGI'd his voice in a recent episode. I'll let Ralph talk about the respeecher. Wait till you hear this oh, fucking story. Tell me. The respeecher yeah. does for voice and sound what CGI does for visuals. Oh. Just wow. hit a button and the computer comes up with the sound and the voice of the guy. That's Give, crazy. That gives the performance. So there's no Mark soul. Hamill never showed up on that set, never recorded that dialogue. Computer. And some people noticed. They said, it sounds like Mark Hamill, but there's no Mark Hamill there. Hmm. So the uh, the character was completely CGI visually, and then the respeecher gave it Mark Hamill's They'll voice. perfected at one point. But that means actors will just be it's put going out the that pasture. Way. It's going that way anyway. So yes, the respeecher's bad news for voice actors, but it's the best news for us, right? This means the Kevin and Bean show was back. We could just get them to redo the whole show. We can have everybody on that was ever on the show. I actually reached out to Reese Beecher, sent them a couple of things, and they just sent me something back this morning. So right now, we're going to premiere oh, no. brand new Kevin and Bean. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. Good morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. Uh, let's talk about a woman who sells her fart, shall we? You know hmm. that I am not a fart humor fan. You know that. He doesn't like it either. She says, mm-hmm. I make 35,000 pounds a week. Fun fact, did not know that. <laughs> she uh, farts in a bottle uh, and then puts a cap on it quick. Oh, I might like that a lot. I agree with Peter. If you're ripping and tearing, I, you're not doing it right. But don't you think it's a little young at four years old to be taking ecstasy? She was about, I'm going to say 29. I'm not. I'm not drunk. They paint their faces red. And the realistic love openings. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. Well, I think the respeecher needs some more work. Anyhow, that's the podcast uh, roundup. Where the effort, Christopher? <laughs> oh my God, I cannot believe it! I definitely did not plan for this exact thing to happen. I just wish I had thought of it. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Where's your drop of uh, of <laughs> Kelly Ripa? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> very funny. Oh, that was great! I love that. <laughs> this well, fan quitters never give up. Thank We're you, so Drew, great. for joining us. Good to yeah. see you, Drew. Yeah, thanks for being here. <laughs> see everybody later. Bye. Bye, Bye everybody. Bye. Bye.